Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Wednesday, February 21st, 2024, 258 days until the presidential election, and this is your election headquarters, the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. It's the fastest three hours on the internet, and it starts right now. We got the short list from Donald Trump last night at a town hall he did with Laura Ingram. And we are going to give you the short list, maybe even get a little audience response. We've already had a bit of a back and forth here with the crew about what we think about it. So we'll reveal Trump's short list for vice president announced last night during the town hall. But the whole thing is a little confusing to me because he had said already that he chose his vice president. And and now he's saying he hasn't. So, I, well, OK, we'll just go with the latest information and we'll give you the short list. Nothing too unexpected. I, I do think um, I, I do think there were a couple names that might have surprised people, but it's exactly what we expected on this transmission. It's pretty much the exact list of names that we gave you. So, but we'll we'll read those out coming up shortly, along with some other news dealing with the presidential election. The real strategy. And again, we, we've kind of talked about this all week long about the Democrats' real strategy is to bankrupt Donald Trump. And as we're learning more in this Ingeron decision, it, it, it all just leads down the same path. The Democrats' plan is to bankrupt President Trump. Now, there there's some other stuff. It's kind of lurking deep, deep in the weeds as far as the story is concerned that may or may not come out later. But let, let's just say that the, the the larger plan to bankrupt President Trump, this is part of that equation. But we're going to explain how the Judge Engeron decision is, is so out of control that it's, 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 I mean, it's just unconscionable. You can't even believe it. But we'll explain that. But there might be some irony that follows this, that this whole thing could end up in one of the most ironic conclusions that you could ever imagine. So we're going to talk about all of that. Meanwhile, the House Republicans are talking about a looming government shutdown and Axios, I guess, has the inside information on this from their Democrat sources, I'm sure. And they put up a statement promoting their news story and all the replies on X, which which I, I would say is basically the town forum, at least politically speaking. X is now the political town forum. 90% of the replies are good. Shut it down. Shut the government down. The government's corrupt. The government's stealing our money. The government's destroying our country. Shut it down. So I, I'm just waiting for the Republicans to be able to read the room here. Shut it down. There's this failed mindset that, oh, shutting the government down is going to hurt us politically. Wrong-o. Wrong-o. It'll help you, and if you play it right, then it can really help you. Then there's Joe Biden. 
Then there's Joe Biden. The guy can't climb upstairs. By the way, did you know he now has a handler? This has never before been seen in presidential history. Usually when a president gets to this point, they're just in a wheelchair. Did you know Joe Biden has a handler who walks by his side to make sure he doesn't just fall down now? Yeah, Joe Biden's handler walks by his side to make sure he doesn't fall. That's where we're at there. And we got more on that. We got it just the, the numbers on the illegal immigration are just staggering. New York City's getting crushed by it, but they've got another way to try to get their way out of it. And and no, it's not stopping the illegal immigrants. They got a whole new different thing. It's the same Democrat plan. Just sue until you can steal someone else's money. That's going to be their plan. We got more geopolitical news dealing with the wars in Israel and Ukraine. We've got more pipe bomber news. We've got more vaccine news. It's all coming up today. There is a man who is whatever America needs him to be. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. Nothing less than a knight. Shining. They'll hunt him. They'll set the dogs on him. Because the truth is the greatest threat they face. It's the war room. With Owen Schroyer. It's true. Donald Trump is considering Owen Schroyer for his vice president. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think I'd want the job. I think the only job I would want in D.C. is press secretary just for the fun of taking the political flamethrower to the corrupt media. Other than that, I don't think I'd want to spend another minute in D.C. Somehow I always just get arrested when I go to D.C. It's a crazy thing, isn't it? No, ladies and gentlemen, President Trump has an actual short list of potential vice presidents, and we are going to give it to you right here, right now. We're also going to hear from President Trump after a town hall last night where he made this announcement. Donald Trump says he's considering Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, Tulsi Gabbard, Christy Noam, and Byron Donalds for his vice president. So let's go over this list again. You've got Ron DeSantis. You've got Vivek Ramaswamy. You've got Tim Scott who was in the audience in South Carolina last night where there's going to be a primary on Saturday. You've got Christy Noam, Byron Donalds, and Tulsi Gabbard. Now let's let's look at all these and let's let's weigh what they could all potentially mean and, and represent. Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis saved his political career when he dropped out of the race and endorsed Donald Trump. He did the right thing. I don't know who gave him that advice. Maybe he was tuned into this broadcast. But he saved his political career by dropping out and endorsing Donald Trump. Now, Ron DeSantis, not a bad pick. It would it would unify this brief fracture in the Republican Party between Trump and DeSantis, which mostly just existed on social media, but but nonetheless, that's a very important tool to help win an election now. I also think what Ron DeSantis represents is a little more cooler head 
when it comes to how to approach the media. But not too much of a difference from Trump as far as that's concerned. So I think that's a good thing. I think the most important aspect of a Ron DeSantis vice president is of all the names mentioned, he is by far the most outspoken against the COVID-19 vaccine. And as far as political action is concerned, he has taken the most against the COVID-19 vaccine and in favor of those who have been injured by the COVID-19 vaccine. So when you consider that, I think that that's probably the most important aspect of a potential Vice President DeSantis. And for that reason, or those two reasons, reunifying kind of the, the social media right that is very important to, to winning a presidential election now. I don't know if it's more important yet than the cable news or the mainstream media, but it certainly is a factor. And then the angle of the vaccines, because let's just be honest. Um, Donald Trump isn't going to do anything about the COVID vaccines. He calls himself the godfather of the vaccines. He was pro-vaccines. He ran Operation Warp Speed. It's it's kind of his blemish. It's kind of his black eye. So so I wouldn't expect any justice from Trump's behalf for the victims of the COVID-19 shots. But DeSantis, maybe some influence, we could say, in a potential Trump administration to seek justice for the vaccine injured and the individuals in the military who were wrongfully terminated and still can't get their jobs back. So that's what a Vice President DeSantis means to me. Vivek Ramaswamy. This seems to be the most popular potential vice president pick uh, amongst my crew and from all the polls that I saw, also from Republican voters, from Trump supporters, Vivek is the top polling potential vice president. Now, I like Vivek. I, I, I think I was probably on the Vivek train more than most other people. And I still like Vivek a lot. I appreciate Vivek because he was very supportive of me during my political imprisonment and persecution. I like Vivek because he's probably said more than any other candidate dealing with the January 6th protesters. He's probably made the most strong promises towards the January 6th politically imprisoned, who, by the way, you know, it really does break my heart. You know, I've got a soft spot in my heart now for the wrongfully imprisoned for obvious reasons. But, you know, let's not forget to pray for them. Let's not forget to ask God to watch over them and deliver them. The wrongfully imprisoned, the politically imprisoned because of the Biden Department of Justice, the most corrupt Department of Justice of all time, where there are hundreds of political prisoners. So let's not forget about them. I don't think Vivek will forget about them. So from that angle, I think, and and he's probably, he probably deals with the corrupt media and the political correct culture better than anybody else that we've seen. Better than Trump even, I would say. He also is very strong at bringing in the youth vote. So if you're weighing that aspect of it, Ramaswamy brings in a youth vote. Now, Trump said last night he doesn't really think the vice president choice affects turnout 
or or the vote that much. Now I don't know if he actually believes that. There might be an element of truth to that, but but there is a a certain percentage. I mean, it might be one percent, maybe at most five. But but when you're talking about a tight race, a vice presidential pick can make the difference. So okay, well, what does DeSantis do? Well, DeSantis brings in all the anti-Trump Republicans that were really behind DeSantis, and then maybe they'll vote for him. But that's probably barely marginal. But Vivek brings in a potential youth vote that might not show up or might lean Democrat, typically. Now, the reason why I don't want Vivek for vice president is because I'd rather see him in charge of some other duties, some other role in the administration to take out 99%, I think he said, of the federal government. So, I mean, we're talking 99% of the FBI and and all the other corruption that's going on. And who knows if the number ends up being 99% or whatever. The point is, I'd rather have Vivek not dealing with Oval Office business, not dealing with presidential office business, but instead focusing on abolishing the IRS, abolishing the FBI, and really going after that corruption. And I feel like as vice president, there's too many other duties to fulfill. There's too many other things that you have to worry about, including being the next president, potentially. So that's why I wouldn't like Vivek to be vice president, but I obviously see the value in it. Uh, Tim Scott, I like Tim Scott. He's a nice guy. I mean, let's just say what it is. Other than bringing in the potential black vote, I don't, I don't really see much from Tim Scott. I'm not, I'm not getting much from Tim Scott. I think he's a nice guy. I think he's well-meaning, and that's good. Probably better off staying in the Senate for a vote for Donald Trump. So, and I don't think Tim Scott is really being considered, quite frankly. I think the reason why Tim Scott is on the campaign trail with Donald Trump right now and at the event last night because he's trying to mop up Nikki Haley in South Carolina this weekend. That's just my opinion, uh, but I, I don't really, I don't think, I don't, I don't think a Tim Scott vice president does too much for you it's it's kind of a similar brand to mike pence in a way um not to throw tim scott in the same bus as mike pence who's now turned out to be a a complete turncoat on the americans and on the trump supporters but it's kind of the same well you know he's not going to ruffle too many feathers he's going to be straightforward he's going to smile he's going to handle himself well professionally diplomatically but I don't get much from Tim Scott. And, and besides, since since we already say if you're if you're trying to bring in the black vote, I actually think Byron Donalds would be a great vice president. Now, again, I think Byron Donalds is probably better off serving a Trump administration with his vote as a representative in Florida. And I'd like to see Byron Donalds stay there for a couple more sessions. I think Byron Donalds right now is somebody who's on your depth chart for sure. But you got to manage your depth properly here. And if you don't manage your depth properly in the Republican Party, then you're, you're going to end up blowing it and, and you're going to end up spending too much of it in, in the now and then not being ready for the future. So I think I, I don't know. I don't know where Byron Donalds is actually out on his list, but Byron Donalds, no doubt, great, great potential candidate, a great representative. He's part of what I would call the new right a very strong voice for the new right. But I, I think he much better would he would much better serve a Trump administration as a representative in the House 
with a strong vote, supporting Donald Trump, supporting American values. So I don't think his time is yet. I think you keep that great talent on your depth chart. You keep that strong vote and personality in the House because you just don't need to bring him up yet. You just don't need to. Christy Noem, I think a lot of people saw this one coming, kind of fits the Trump bill. You like to have beautiful women around him, and that's fine. Uh, I don't know how I feel about Noam. Maybe the angle here is obvious. She brings in a potential female vote. So if you're looking at it like that, okay, well, what 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 is your what is the percentage you're working with here that Christy Noam could possibly bring in as a female? And certainly they're measuring these things. No doubt they're measuring these things. But the Republicans already tried to do that with Sarah Palin and failed. And, I mean, you could say Palin role. And that is a very valuable thing. You know, Trump has so much fake news that he has to deal with. He has such a false narrative about who he is, his image, and his politics. And just nominating Tulsi Gabbard kind of combats all of that without him actually having to get in a in a front stance, combative stance to deal with it. And I like Tulsi Gabbard. The one issue, this is the issue with the Tulsi Gabbard pick for vice president. Now she's number two for president. And do you really want Tulsi Gabbard to be number two for president? She does have a lot of left leanings. She still maintains a lot of Democrat Party politics. She's obviously not a radical leftist. She's obviously not a, a radical woke liberal. But yet it is still it is still a former Democrat that has a lot of Democrat values. So that's, I, I think, if you look at it from that perspective, Gabbard has the biggest upside and also the biggest downside. But all things considered... I think Gabbard is probably, if you're if you're looking to secure votes, your best bet. If that's if that's what you're aiming for with your vice president nominee is to get more votes, then then Gabbard is your number one is your number one choice, no doubt. No doubt. And she would also kind of give Trump that that yin yang of the big strong figure and then Tulsi Gabbard is a little softer and a little smiles and you know she is a woman so it's a little softer on on the on the eyes and the ears but she can be combative too and she's very staunchly anti-war and so you like that as well and and you know that kind of adds another angle where Trump got deceived I think by a lot of the warmongers in DC and the military-industrial complex, he was wise enough not to really expand any of the wars and have good foreign relations. But but Gabbard could kind of give him a new angle, a new viewpoint into all that, which I think would be beneficial as well. But again, big upside, but big downside, do you really want her as number two to be president? My guess is Trump probably thinks not. But maybe you kind of play this out, narrow it down to three the next time you make the list, then narrow it down to two the next time you release the list and kind of let these narratives build. And and in that case, I would keep Tulsi Gabbard around till at least the final two. At least till the final two. And then who knows, if Gabbard starts campaigning with Trump, that, that changes things big time. 
that changes things big time. So I would say the real the real list is probably Ramaswamy one, maybe even Noam two, and then DeSantis or Gabbard, and then Byron and Scott probably. But we'll see. He hasn't put a timetable on when he's going to announce it. I think he's got enough uh, political savvy to play this out and to use it to his advantage and leverage this pick out as much as he possibly can politically. But that is the short list, and that's what I think of all those potential candidates. Now, if we have time, maybe we'll take some calls on this later. But we got a bunch of other news to get to, including... Well, let's go to these Trump clips now, and then I'll get into the latest attacks from the Democrats. So we've been talking about Trump campaigning in these downtown areas, these majority black communities, and he's kind of teasing it now. He needs to do it. It would be a huge victory for him and, quite frankly, the Republican Party politically. So here's Trump telling Laura Ingram that he is considering or even will do a rally in the Bronx in clip 13. Mr. President, um, I've long said that Republicans should have a no state or city left behind strategy. Ronald Reagan had that strategy in 1980 and 1984. um, And you told Maria Bartiromo that you may campaign in the Bronx or at Madison Square Garden. When might that be happening? Uh, Very soon. Look, we have nine months yet. Uh, But I'm going to uh, see about Madison Square Garden and we're going to go to the South Bronx and we're going to go to Queens and other areas, because if you look at what's happened in New York, I'm not even blaming the mayor. I think the mayor has sort of been told to take a back seat a little bit because they came after him violently. You know, they came after him like they're going to indict him when he started speaking up and now he's become quiet. I do five rallies in New York City. I just got I'd get right up in their face. They'll probably try to make some ruling. He can't even rally in New York City. But we'll deal with the rulings against Donald Trump. By the way, uh, just a little media critic here. You know, Laura Ingram was a little insufferable last night. Normally she's not. She tried to, she really was interruptive. She wanted to make it about her a lot. She wouldn't shut up. She kept chiming in. It was like, what, Laura, what are you doing? She was really feeling herself last night. A little much for me. And yet President Trump had a great town hall last night, nonetheless. Now here he is talking about what, does revenge mean to Donald Trump? Mr. President, our country is so divided right now. I know you have suffered endless attacks, no doubt, but how can you assure independent and undecided voters that your focus as president will be on improving the state of our country and not settling those old scores? (laughs) It's an interesting question, I must say. Look, I did it before. We had a great four years, especially before that very last part where COVID came in. And we did a great job there. We've been given great uh, marks on the economy and on the military and on foreign affairs, but never got the credit we should have gotten in that. We did something amazing. And the stock market was higher in the end. But just before the China, I call it the China virus because I like to be accurate, came into onto our shores. We had the greatest economy in the history of the world, even going up to the end. But this period of time, 
and it was success. Successful is the word I'm using to answer your question. We had such success in history. Some of your favorite pollsters like McLaughlin and Fabrizio, I met them the day before I heard the word COVID or pandemic. The day before, and we were talking about the next election coming up, they said, sir, if Abraham Lincoln and George Washington came back from the dead, they couldn't beat you. We had the greatest economy ever. And the people, let's call them on the left and far left, were calling me. We want to get together. I've never seen anything like it. I said, do you believe this? Everybody was happy. African-American, Asian-American, Hispanic-American. We're going to get and by the way, because of your when polls. You look at, that. When you look at the poll numbers today with African-American, yeah. Hispanic-American, we're doing better than any But the question about score settling, a lot, a lot of women, you know, they don't, a lot of women voters, they don't like the name calling. They don't like the score settling. They just, they love your policies. And they just want Trump's policies, maybe not so much of the other stuff. So I think that's what the, the question, well, no, if but, you don't mind well, my asking, I think that's what she's getting Well, at. But, I, but also you want to say, how do you get together? We're going to get together through success. When this country, the country was at a level that we've never, we had the best employment numbers in history. Everything was good. And this country was coming together. Then we got hit with COVID. But this country came together. Uh, I don't care about the revenge thing. I know they usually usually use the word revenge. Will there be revenge? Uh, My revenge will be success. Success is always the greatest revenge. But here's the thing. It's not about revenge. It's not about settling scores. And, And instead of making it like about that, like Laura Ingram inaccurately did, I wish she would have shut up. No, no, no. What Laura Ingram should have done if she had to chime in was, this isn't about revenge. This is about we have criminals running our country. And the criminals that run our country are criminally going after Donald Trump. That's not revenge. That's law enforcement. That's called justice. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. But if you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, Every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star reviews. TurboForce at InfoWarsStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar. A true 360 win. So go get TurboForce today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five-star reviews. Get TurboForce now. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. This broadcast is not for the weak-minded. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. All right, we're going to get into the Democrats' plan to stop Trump from running or even steal all of his assets, if not put him in jail. It's all on the table. We're going to explain that coming up here shortly. But uh, by the way, you know that story about the truckers boycotting New York City? I got some bad news. doesn't look like it's going to go anywhere. 
and the original trucker, Chicago Ray, that posted that original video that got about 10 million views has now erased all of his videos. So I think that tells you where that's going, unfortunately. But at least it raised some awareness and showed just how much support Donald Trump has in the people that actually make this country run. But like so many other of our industries and institutions, it's completely compromised by foreigners working, illegal immigrants working it. And so, yeah, the Americans could try to be the could try to be the, the, the spike that sticks in the cog and stops it, but then the illegal immigrants and the foreigners just fill in the holes, fill in the gaps, and nothing stops. So there you go. But one thing truckers like, and that's Turbo Force Plus from InfoWarsStore.com, and who can blame them? 10 hours of clean energy in one scoop of Turbo Force Plus from InfoWarsStore.com. I know Harrison Smith in the mornings does a trucker call-in show, and they call in all the time talking about how much they love TurboForce Plus, and when you're driving long hours, TurboForce Plus is their answer with 10 hours of clean energy in one scoop. So very popular with the truckers. It's 40% off. And by the way, if you've got a big exam coming up or a big presentation or project for work coming up, also great for that. I like to drink Turbo Force Plus before I go on air for a three-hour talk show. And I also like to combine it with Brain Force Plus or Brain Force Ultra from InfoWarsStore.com so that I get not just the maximum energy, but the maximum focus as well. So that's kind of a one-two punch if you really want to do good on that exam, that project, that presentation, the big meeting, whatever it is. Turbo Force Plus plus Brain Force Plus or Brain Force Ultra, that's the one-two punch combination It's my go-to every day for a three-hour show. And when you support us at InfoWarsStore.com, you keep us on the air, so we thank you for that. Okay, um, let's quickly hear from Letitia James. They're talking about now seizing all of Trump's assets. Now, let's, let's play this clip, and then I'll get into exactly how they might do that or what their plan is to do that, and it ties into their larger plan. But then there could be the most ironic conclusion of this, uh, first, though, here's corrupt Letitia James. Out of the ABC News exclusive tonight after Donald Trump was fined nearly $355 million in his civil fraud case. Tonight, New York State's Attorney General Letitia James saying she's prepared to seize Donald Trump's assets, including his buildings, if he doesn't pay the money. ABC's Aaron Katursky, one-on-one tonight with the Attorney General. Four days after a judge ordered Donald Trump to pay $355 million for a decade of fraud. New York Attorney General Letitia James says she's prepared to do everything she can to make sure the former president pays his fine, including, she told us, seizing the buildings that bear his name. If he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment, uh, then we will seek, uh, you know, judgment enforcement mechanisms in court and we will ask the judge to seize his assets. Trump was held liable for exaggerating as well. Now, there's a couple things about this. Uh, let's kind of clarify the obvious here. Trump might be worth a billion, two billion, whatever, but but how much of that is in liquid assets? I, I don't know. You know who probably does know? The corrupt Democrats and the deep state that are going after Trump. My guess is they do know, and my guess is they even floated numbers in the E. Jean Carroll case, in the Judge Engeron case, and potentially some other cases to say, hey, this is how much liquid assets Trump has, let's let's make sure it's more than that so we can uh, collapse his empire. 
And again, th- this is kind of just phase one in their plan, folks. They- they've got a much larger plan down the road with all of these cases to try to completely collapse Trump's business empire. We're not quite at that phase yet, but they, the, the people in the know know exactly what the Democrats are trying to do, and that's why the, the, the Trump strategy is just keep this thing uh, going as long as possible so that they can't do all this before the presidential election. Now, Trump can obviously appeal this and is appealing this, but there's a problem. He can't appeal it without paying the fine. They're making him pay the fine, which there's going to be interest attached to, and the number actually ends up being over $450 million. Jonathan Turley is breaking it all down in a story he wrote. Trump faces a staggering cost for appeal. $455 million deposit or equivalent bond for Trump to be able to seek appellate review for the recent judgment against him. And there's another reason why they did this in New York, because the way the justice system and bond and everything works in New York is is the worst it could possibly be against Trump in this case. So he has to pay everything plus interest just to appeal, just to appeal. Now, keep in mind, he's also got that E. Jean Carroll ridiculous verdict against him as well. So, so he's somewhere up like $600 million that he's supposed to pay these people. And he has to pay it all plus more just to appeal. So does Donald Trump have $600 million in cash? Maybe, maybe not. It's likely most of his wealth is tied up in assets like Mar-a-Lago and his golf courses and his buildings. But so this is the plan. And Letitia James is kind of showing you their hand here, but it's not just about New York. The Democrat deep state plan is to take everything Trump owns, to completely bankrupt him and take everything he owns. New York is just phase one. Now, keep in mind, there are no victims here. There has not been a single victim or plaintiff to step forward. None of the banks, none of the banks. So the Democrats are just acting as the victims. The Democrats are just acting, speaking for the banks, even though every bank has said Donald Trump is one of our best customers. We can't wait to do more business with Donald Trump. But the whole issue with the banks is going to come back later down the road. And this is how they're going to try to seize everything Trump owns, but they're still they're still a couple miles away from that point. But they've hit it now in New York. Now, here's the crazy ironic conclusion that could potentially happen here. And I mean, I I would imagine Trump could pull the trigger on this tomorrow if he needed to or wanted to. And my guess is he doesn't want to. Might he need to? I don't know. Let's say Trump doesn't have $600 million. In fact, let's say Trump has $0 cash. Let's say Trump has $0 liquid assets. What might Trump own that he could sell for $600 million. What might Trump be able to sell for $600 million? Can you think of anything? Oh, Mar-a-Lago. That's right. Mar-a-Lago. And he can get an independent real estate appraiser to come in and appraise Mar-a-Lago and they'll probably value it at at least 500, maybe 600 million, maybe more.
So, again, I don't think Trump wants to sell Mar-a-Lago. Probably the last thing he wants to sell. But could you think of the beautiful irony in that conclusion? They claim Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million, which spurs this entire criminal fraud against Donald Trump. He then sells Mar-a-Lago for $600 to pay the fine for lying about the cost of Mar-a-Lago, which then proves that he was the victim of fraud, not New York. Can you think of a more beautiful, ironic conclusion to this absurd fraud, this criminal fraud being committed against Donald Trump? Now, again, he'd have to decide that he just wants to make that move to show what a fraud it is. But my guess is he doesn't want to sell Mar-a-Lago, and why would he? But could you imagine he sells Mar-a-Lago for $600 million to pay off the bills for lying about the cost of Mar-a-Lago? Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist, and people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Winter isn't coming, winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. The Republicans are planning a government shutdown, at least momentarily. Axios claims to have this scoop. G 
GOP privately expects government shutdown behind closed doors. House Republicans have shifted from optimistically cautious to expecting a government shutdown. Speaker Johnson will have to choose in coming weeks between a fight with Democrats that threatens a shutdown or a deal with Democrats that threatens his job. (laughs) Ha! I love that. Yeah, you deal with Democrats, Republicans are going to oust you. About damn time. About damn time. And they shared this story on their X account. And guys, maybe you can try to pull it up. Hundreds of replies, who knows, could be thousands by now. Everyone in the replies like, good, shut down the government. Good, the government's corrupt. Good, less government, the better. I mean, 90% of the people want the government shut down. And, and there's this old belief, and it's like D.C. just lives in this bubble. Or, or maybe they're just afraid they won't get a paycheck. I don't know what the deal is. But there's this belief that somehow, if you're responsible for a government shutdown, that's bad for the party. That's bad for your polls. That's bad in an election season. I would completely disagree. And, and if it is bad, that's because you have no ability to communicate. If it, if it is a negative, that's because you have zero communication skills or messaging skills or narrative skills at all. And, and maybe that's the Republicans' problem. But yeah, I mean, look at the, I mean, we can scroll all day. Everybody is saying, shut it down, shut it down, shut it down. But of course, it doesn't actually shut it down. So, so even that is a misnomer. Even that is like an empty threat. The feds are still going to be arresting American citizens. The feds are still going to be entrapping innocent Americans. Border Patrol is still going to be facilitating Biden's illegal immigrant pipeline invasion. So it's not really a government shutdown. Yeah, your DMV might shut down. Good. Oh, you don't have to pay $75 every year for a new sticker. Oh my gosh. Oh no. Oh, you mean I can't Oh, oh, you mean I can't wait in line at the DMV for 4 hours to pay $75 for a sticker? Even though an illegal immigrant can come over here and drive for free and it doesn't even matter, doesn't need a license, doesn't need a sticker, doesn't need registration, nothing. And then he can hit and run you and the cops can't do anything about it? Oh no, what will I do without the precious DMV? What will I do? Alex, they're threatening a government shutdown and I'm shaking in my boots, Alex. I love the DMV and my little $75 sticker so much, Alex. I like the blue suit. I just don't know what I'll do. You look like... uh... Who's the first Dallas Cowboy coach? Tom Landry. Tom Landry? I just need the hat. The hat. Yeah. Hey, uh, you were asking why the Republicans are pussies because a lot of them are taking money like Mitch McConnell from the Chinese, but more importantly, they're intimidated by the Justice Department and the media. They're still intimidated. They don't know that we're winning. Would you like to sit down? I got to go to a meeting. I just was watching you. I think that the new Republicans like Matt Gates, are not pussies. No, I agree. And by the way, there's a big headline in Bloomberg. Alex Jones's assets to be liquidated. My assets have already been liquidated. More fake news, folks. It's all BS. Isn't it incredible now that this is what they're doing to Trump? The same thing they've done to you. The same thing they've done to Enforce. Now they want they to take already, everything. They already took my guns and my extra car and my tiny lake house. I mean, we're talking about a little bitty tiny shack. I'm proud I had it. I never lied about it. The point was that's already all gone. And then, they're, and, then, and then they just filed something for headlines about, and it's all over the news. Oh, my God, Jones is losing everything. I never had all this stuff they claim, folks. It just lies. Well, but, and imagine, too, 
these moron liberals out there celebrating this. You really think this stops with Alex Jones? You really think this stops with Donald Trump? They're going to come for you, too. But But my point is it doesn't make us give up. Well, they, we've never they, given they, up. They create these fake victories to scare people. Remember, they said, "Oh, we didn't win a one point five billion. We want, we want two point six seven trillion. That's the GDP of India, folks. I've never had more than five million dollars in the bank. We want five hundred gajillion. Like, we like want five hundred gajillion billion like saying, million. Owen, if I threaten to shoot you in the head, you're worried about one bullet. What if I say I'm going to shoot you a thousand times? It, it's all just, it, it's all Wizard of Oz." You mean like the Clinton associates that have 10 bullet holes from suicide? Yeah. Yeah, and then they put themselves in a duffel bag and then float down the river? Totally normal stuff. Meanwhile, it's all liquidated. And they put a headline up about it. I liquidated it. I declared bankruptcy. I liquidated it. You've been going through this for years now. And then they brought a headline that it's been, they're liquidating. It makes them feel good. It makes them feel good. It's just like the Soviets just trying to conquer their enemies like all communists do. The point is, it's fake news. All right, Alex Jones, you're going to a meeting now. Probably dealing with this fake news, probably dealing with the attacks on him. Well, not just that. It's, yeah. So this is what you deal with, folks. But getting back to the issue of the That's old Republicans. Well, yeah, it, it's kind of reached a point now where it's like if you haven't been arrested and you haven't been censored or you haven't been sued, it's like you're really, are you even really on the field? Are you really even having an impact? But we won't get into that. Oh, I'm just going to say this. You're right. That's, that, that's how you know somebody's real if they've been put in jail or had their house taken. Yeah. Or, 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 or Trump having their shit taken. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't mean that we're sitting here and saying that, oh, Trump is perfect. Nobody said anybody was perfect. It just proves that those are the leaders on the field. It's like, these guys have the highest score on the board. These guys have scored the most touchdowns. These guys have the most points, the most assists. So the deep state and the Democrats look at the leaderboard and they say, okay, let's go ahead and, uh, well, you got Trump and you got uh, Jones and you got Carlson and you got, okay, let's see, uh, Schroyer. All right, let's take them off the field. Let's take all the leading scorers off the field. And that's what communists always do. That's what authoritarians always do. Why do we have to learn the lessons of the 20th century again in America in the 21st century? Because I guess if you don't know history, you're doomed to repeat it. And the average college graduate doesn't even know basic math, let alone history now. But yeah. Mike Johnson now has, because Mike Johnson is kind of a fence sitter. He doesn't know if he wants to be part of the old guard Republican Party or the new guard Republican Party. The old guard Republican Party is all the big donors, all the prestige of Ronna McDaniel and Mitt Romney and the big floral arrangements. Whereas the new guard Republican Party is about the people, about the voters, about America, about policy, about issues, about reality, about common sense, about the Constitution. And Mike Johnson can't decide which side of the fence he wants to get on. So he's been sitting on the fence. So, I mean, look, Johnson... This shouldn't be a hard decision. Forget about whether it's your job or not and, and take that as a, as, a, as a lesson. The new Republican Party is not interested in fence sitters. The new Republican Party is not interested in the establishment D.C. standard being continued of unlimited money for wars. Unlimited money for illegal immigrants. 
unlimited spying from the NSA and the FBI and the CIA. No, the new Republican Party says, don't threaten to shut down the government. Do it. But they just haven't figured this one out yet. And and maybe this is where Mike Johnson finally decides to get off the fence and join the new Republican Party. Maybe this is finally it. Because, yeah, maybe he does lose his job. Maybe he does get the ouster vote like Kevin McCarthy got from the real leaders of the Republican Party, the Matt Gates, the Byron Donalds, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the Lauren Boberts, the Paul Gossars, the Andy Biggs, and the list goes on. But read the room. The government is not popular. The government has never been popular. All these ridiculous regulations that the average American, all all these ridiculous hoops the average American has to jump through. We're sick of it. And, And now it's reached an entirely different part of the plot where we watch illegal immigrants come into this country and get everything for free. And do they have to worry about regulations? Do they have to worry about DMV visits? No. So why the hell should we... So if if Mike Johnson had the political foresight and savvy to read the room, he'd say, you know what? I'm getting off the fence and I'm leaning into a government shutdown. I'm leaning into the government shutdown and then I'm controlling the narrative that this isn't about me getting paid or the DMV getting open. This is about what the American people want. They're sick of the government. We're just going to go ahead and shut it down until we figure some stuff out. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower price than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% curcuminoid. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarsstore.com. Trigger warning. This broadcast contains subject matter that might trigger liberal snowflakes. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer. Share this message right now at band.video. All right, John Lebowitz. Oh, I'm sorry. John Stewart has returned to late night television in just anti-Trump propaganda. Maybe he was forced to do it. Maybe he wanted to do it, but that's all it is. But it's incredible because I'm going to take this 80-second clip and just break down all the lies, all the spin, all the propaganda that that Jon Stewart tries to get away with to his audience. And it's incredible. Fareed Zakaria does the same thing. We'll break that down too. So here's Jon Stewart now back on late night TV lying to his audience, deceiving his audience in clip 17. Right. 
Because the difference between our urinal caked chaotic subways and your candelabra beautiful subways is the literal price of freedom. Pause it right there. What does that even mean? The price of freedom is having dirty subways? Now, think about it like this. And you know what? I'm not even going to have enough time to break this whole thing down. I'm going to need a whole segment. So you know what? Maybe we should just come back to it. Here, here. Let, let's let's just come back to it. Here's Nancy Pelosi, guys. Let's just. We, I'm going to need more time because it's just there's so much propaganda in 80 second clip. I, I thought that I thought that I could do it all. Instead, let's do this. Let's go. Stephen Crowder calls into a Red Cross line to ask about vaccinated blood. There's an incredible development here. Listen to this in clip 22 situations where you're you may be in a car accident or something you need blood right away there is a possibility that you'll be getting vaccinated blood and is there any way for like my patients to know if they were getting you know vaccinated blood or there isn't any way the blood isn't separated depend you know depending on if you're vaccinated or not it's not separated the only way that they can get it um, blood that's not vaccinated is if they donate for themselves or if they have a family member that's willing to donate for them. Do you guys like track that? Uh, track vaccinated versus unvaccinated? Yeah, like ending up to the patient? Um, no, um, so some people have you know, had the vaccine two years ago and are still experiencing some type of symptoms. So that's why we specifically ask regarding that one. Like, for instance, I've had one donor before call in, um, and after she received the vaccine, uh, her doctor was able to, to find that she had a direct correlation to ringing in the ears um, afterwards. And so we see that as a symptom. So anything abnormal, and it still proceeds to this day. So she essentially wasn't eligible to donate. So that's why we have to ask, just because of any type of symptom, it's not necessarily limited to just fever or nausea or anything of that sort. So, okay, imagine what else is being revealed in this clip. It's not only now that the Red Cross recognizes that vaccinated blood is toxic so they can't take it. They also are are tracking and tracing all the side effects and all the symptoms, and it's all on record. Now, how is this just a matter-of-fact conversation? It's like, oh, yes, well, We have had vaccinated individuals donate blood and they're having severe symptoms and so we just say we can't accept their blood anymore. And then, of course, that leads them to making a new general policy of they don't accept any vaccinated blood or they'll screen vaccinated individuals before they take their blood. I mean, this is crazy. And and by the way, folks, this is just... Luton's Tom Locklear, soccer player, says heart stopped for two minutes and 40 seconds after cardiac arrest during game. Never saw any of this until after the vaccine. Locklear says he literally died during cardiac arrest on the field. Sound familiar? Like a DeMar Hamlin situation they didn't want to tell about? Well, now he has to wear a defibrillator. This is the craziest thing. They've installed a defibrillator in his body and it sticks out like a huge bulge. I mean, it's a huge machine. It sticks out like a huge bulge. It looks like a tumor on the side. And then you see a wire that goes from it to his heart. And he did a video breaking down how he has to wear this uh, defibrillator and this heart device to play soccer anymore. But nobody's mentioning the vaccine. Shh, don't talk about that vaccine. 
Don't talk about the Red Cross won't take blood from black vaccinated people. We are getting crushed in the housing market. We are getting crushed in the automobile market. We are getting crushed in our grocery bills. They're sitting here attacking you, attacking your economy, attacking your culture, attacking your borders. And then they say you're inhumane. time to respond to this John Leibowitz, I mean John Stewart, John Stewart Leibowitz, this John Stewart clip, and then and then this Freed Zakaria clip, because it's just, it's incredible spin, propaganda, deception, all rolled into these these 90 second clips, you know, more or less, but, but there's so many angles that just prove what a fraud they are intellectually. And if liberals had any memory or any comprehension of, of the subject material at all, they would realize how much they've been deceived now. So this is incredible stuff. So, so John Stuart Leibowitz returns to late night television. And it's, you know, what's, what's the purpose of his return? I don't know. Maybe they're hemorrhaging ratings. They think he can save them. Maybe he just wanted to come back to bash Trump during an election cycle. Whatever the case may be. But, but so let's dig into this. This is an 80-second clip, and all he does is spin, lie, deceive to his audience. But, but there's even more overt 180-degree philosophy change if, if you really listen to what he's saying. So, so here's Jon Stewart last night, and of course he's talking about Tucker Carlson going to Russia and noticing that, hey, Russia isn't overwhelmed with violent crime in their cities. Russia isn't overwhelmed with poverty and homeless in their cities. I can walk into the Russian subway and it doesn't smell like feces and I don't see beggars and I don't see crime and it feels safe and it looks pretty. There's no graffiti everywhere. What's up with that? So here's Jon Stewart uh, responding to that. Right. Because the difference between our urinal caked chaotic subways and your candelabraed beautiful subways is the literal price of freedom. So pause this. So the price of freedom is living in swallow. That's what John Stewart is arguing. That the price of freedom is living in swallow. Actually, I believe the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. Not living in swallow, as John Stewart wants to put it. But there's a reason why he says that, and, and I'll dig deeper into that in when we play the Freed Zakaria clip coming up, and I'll tell you what he actually means by that. Because he does have a meaning to that. He's just not properly explaining it here because he's just reading off a teleprompter of a script that some writers wrote for him. So you can't really be agile when you're when you're hosting a show that other people write for you and you're reading off a teleprompter. But okay, so the cost of freedom is living in Swaller in New York City, according to John Stewart, where he lives, by the way. But but do you think he rides on those subways? Do, do you think his neighborhood is overridden with crime and poverty? Mm, somehow I doubt it. Somehow I doubt he's paying that cost for his freedom. All right, continue. 
The goal that Carlson and his ilk are pushing is that there's really no difference between our systems. In fact, theirs might be a little bit better. The question is, why? Why is Tucker doing this? Here's why. It's because the old civilizational battle was communism versus capitalism. That's what drove the world since World War II. Russia was the enemy then. But now they think the battle is woke versus unwoke. And in that fight, Putin is an ally to the right. He's their friend. Unfortunately, he is also a brutal and ruthless dictator. So now they have to make Americans a little more comfortable with that. I mean, liberty is nice, but have you seen Russia's shopping carts? (laughs) And Tucker would have gotten away with it if it weren't for those meddling assassins. In a statement to The New York Times, Carlson said, quote, it is horrifying what happened to Navalny. The whole thing is barbaric and awful. No decent person would defend it. Correct. No decent person would. And yet, where do you stand on Ashley Babbitt? John, where do the Democrats stand on Roseanne Boyland? We know where Joe Biden stands on the January 6th defendants. He brags about jailing his political opposition. He brags in an authoritarian, brutal dictator-like fashion about how great it is that he has sentenced his Department of Justice, innocent Americans, nonviolent Americans, to hundreds of years in prison. He's running a campaign on it, actually. Now, I'll explain what John Stewart is actually getting into here, but there is an element of truth. It is the woke versus the unwoke is one way to put it, but it's really just common sense versus anti-common sense. A man is not a woman. A man cannot make breast milk. A man cannot have a baby. And if a man is competing against women in sports, that's clearly an unfair advantage and shouldn't be going on and is actually anti-woman. But of course, the woke would say a man can have a baby. A man can breastfeed. A man should be able to compete against women because that man is a woman. So no, that's not about communism versus capitalism. That's about common sense versus anti-common sense. But actually, it does kind of line up with capitalism versus communism intellectually as well. Because most of the people that are woke are communists. But when he's talking about the price of freedom, what is he actually saying? Well, Fareed Zakaria leans into that a little bit more and gives it more of a explanation. But again, if you try to remain ideologically consistent, you'll realize that Fareed and Stewart have now completely changed their ideology. What am I talking about? Well, listen to Fareed Zarkaria, and I'll explain. Carlson also marvels at the grandeur of a subway station, contrasting Moscow's subways favorably with New York's, of course. Now, while it's true that Moscow subways are excellent, the stations are so grand because they were built by Joseph Stalin at huge public expense to showcase the superiority of Soviet communism. In contrast, New York subways are a product of capitalism, having been built and operated through public-private partnerships of various kinds, which are more budget-conscious. Interesting. A product of capitalism built by public, public and private funds. 
actually, I think that's what would be called fascism, if I'm not mistaken. I thought you guys were anti-fascism. Now you're pro-fascism? Now that's the cost of freedom? Incredible. Incredible. And even that is a misrepresentation. Even that is a misrepresentation. They're built with public money. But it has nothing to do with where the money comes from. It has to do with the culture. Why are Russia's subways clean and New York City's dirty? Because the people in New York City, not all of them, but there's enough people in New York City that don't care about a dirty subway. There's enough people in New York City that don't care about living in an unclean environment. And yeah, you're right. There's not enough public funding or care to do anything about it. Why? Because we're sending another $95 billion to Ukraine and Israel. Because we're spending annually $200 billion a year on illegal immigrants, which you guys all support. So no, it has nothing to do with communism or capitalism or even fascism. It's culture. The same reason, and hey, look, you can be against it. I'm against it. But let's just be honest. Why don't people in Russia destroy their subway systems? Well, because an OnlyFans model just went in front of a Catholic church and flashed her breasts and got arrested. Now, again, you can call that right-wing authoritarianism. Okay, fine. But that's why. It has nothing to do about the cost of freedom. It's the cost of respecting your culture. It's the cost of not wanting to live in swallow. has nothing to do with freedom. There was another one today. An American ballerina with dual citizenship arrested in Russia facing life in prison for donating $51 to Ukraine. So yeah, you can call that right-wing extremism. And, and, and we certainly don't have that here. We have left-wing extremism. Isn't that funny? So left-wing extremism is what causes the subways to look like crap. I get it now. I get it now. And even though John Stewart and Fareed Zakaria would claim to be anti-fascist, they claim it's the fascist system that built the subways and then want to talk about Stalin's Russia from almost 100 years ago. But again, they're not even addressing the issue. The issue is the crime. The issue is the poverty. The issue is that we don't have the money to build nice things. We don't have the money to maintain nice things, even if we had the desire to do it because we're sending all of our money to Ukraine and Israel and all these other foreign countries, which they all support, by the way. Continue with the clip. American cities are expressions of democracy. Places where people have to negotiate differences and find ways to live together. That's funny. So pause That it. makes them messier. An expression of democracy. So in other words, crappy American cities are an expression of the Democrat Party. Thank you, Sarid. Oh, thank you so much, Fareed, for accepting and admitting that. Our broken down, disheveled, disgusting infrastructure falling apart american cities are a result of democrat party leadership isn't that an incredible admission from zakaria he just admitted it he just said it he said it's built by fascism and it's run by democrats and that's why it sucks (laughs) i mean he just admitted the whole thing 
Oh, but somehow because John Stewart and Fareed Zakaria are perfect examples, this is from 2017, but doesn't it still remain true today? Imagine a world where reality has no bounds. A time and place dictated by feelings and emotion. A land where all logic, reasoning, and common sense has been recklessly abandoned in a self-serving effort to please one's own beliefs. Only here can an individual hold two completely divergent ideas and consider it to be rational. Only here can be described as the Twilight Zone. president of the United States is racist. He's a punk. He's a dog. He's a pig. And he can suck my He's a con, a bullshit artist, a mutt. Here's my mother ass, you bitch punk sucker. The president of the United States is a weak man. He's not only unfit to be president. In my book, his lack of empathy, his lack of leadership, his lack of courage, he's unfit to be human. He is clear trying to ignite a civil war in this country. This is CNN. Have I seen you before somewhere? Mindless zombies. I could drop every single one of you. Look at this guy. This guy's a joke. The good old white days are over with. The good old white days are over with. Ain't no more of them days, bro. You white people. You think you're better than us? Protesters followed Trump supporters to their cars as they left the convention center. Around the corner and away from police protection on San Carlos Street, a mob mentality took over. These were pure attacks. Trump supporters, men, women, even the elderly, left this building last night and walked right into danger. They're throwing things at the guy who has a Trump shirt on. Oh, he just got knocked in the back of the head. He just got punched in the face. Now they're rushing us. Death to America. Wow. 
2017. Look at how accurate this was. Dr. Comey, are you aware that Roger Stone played a role in the Trump campaign? Well, there's a lot of controversy around this network about Alex Jones. It's, it's going to get more Twilight Zone from here. Americanism, not globalism, will be our credo. We're saying if you're out there and you're trying to represent your First Amendment right to free speech, if somebody comes and attacks you, it's your right to defend yourself. It got ugly. Violence erupting at the event. The fight broke out. Fifth flying between Trump supporters and anti-Trump supporters. Yeah, I want to warn the folks watching at home. You're about to see some very violent footage. You want to fight? You better believe you can fight. You say he's not your president, then you shouldn't be here. Good evening, everybody. It may be time to declare war outright against the deep state and clear out the rot in the upper levels of the FBI and the Justice Department. The media is rushing to slander and discredit those of us that are exposing this. I'm here to warn people. You keep telling me to shut up. This isn't a game. There are new concerns that anti-Trump FBI officials formed even a secret society at the FBI to subvert the president after his election. So let's stop there. A secret society, the secret meetings off-site of the Justice Department. Correct. Really? Secret societies? You can't make this stuff up. Let me give you one bottom line. As a former government official, government's going to kill this guy. You take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday of getting back at you. It's one giant incestuous circle of corruption. Look, the CIA is a rogue agency. The White House and the president are citing info wars. We have to start getting ready for insurrection and civil war because they're really pushing it. What are we going to do if they kill the president and then order their local governments and their local federal branches to come arrest thousands of resistance leaders? If they kill Trump or remove Trump, it will cause a massive civil war in this country. This is a FEMA high-level alert. This is a national emergency. Important instructions will follow. Remain calm. Go indoors immediately and stay indoors. This is an emergency broadcast from FEMA. In compliance with the United Nations, the Department of Homeland Security has declared martial law. City officials have called for military help. Planes and troops are expected to arrive within the next two hours. You've just witnessed a warning. A warning from the future. A warning that part of the Republic will become so brainwashed and mentally ill that they volunteer their own energy for the destruction of their own country, livelihood, and prosperity, while being tricked into believing they were righteously saving the world. A lesson in liberal logic from the Twilight Zone. Folks, again, that was made in 2017. 2017, we put that together. You can find it at band.video. Of course, they erased it off of YouTube. Darren McBreen just recently reshared it on his Twitter account, so you can find it there as well. But, I mean, that's like 
for for future predictions and, and future sight. As we said, that's a message from the future. I mean, that's like 90% accurate vision. That's what we have here at InfoWars. That's why they call us next year's news today, next decade's news today. And that's why we're target number one of the New World Order and the Deep State. That's right. We're target number one. We wear that with a badge of honor. In 60 seconds, I don't have time to tell you about all the incredible ingredients in TurboForce. But if you simply go to InfoWarsStore.com and look at the list of ingredients and look them up, every one of them is known to give you boosted, clean, focused energy without the letdown. We're talking up to 10 hours of clean energy per serving with TurboForce, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. And it's discounted right now. And it doesn't just boost your body's clarity and focus and stamina. It also funds the InfoWar. So it's a 360 win. If you've never tried TurboForce, now is the time. It's got five-star reviews. TurboForce at InfoWarsStore.com will take your energy and your clarity to the next level without the letdown, and it funds the InfoWar. A true 360 win. So go get TurboForce today at InfoWarsStore.com, and I know you will not be disappointed because thousands of others have gotten it, and it has five-star reviews. Get TurboForce now. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Antidote to the establishment's lies. Welcome to the War Room. Your host, Owen Schroyer. Making new possibilities a reality, predicting the future of things we all know. Fighting off the disease programming of century, 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 science. It's science. It's science, and it's science that makes DNA Force Plus from InfoWarsStore.com so powerful. What do you know about telomere support? Most people don't even know what a telomere is, but it's very important to your health and longevity. That's why we launched DNA Force Plus at InfoWarsStore.com, and DNA Force Plus is the perfect formula to help you support optimal energy levels while adapting your body to handle the daily bombardment of toxins. We know it's important to supplement your body with the most potent bioavailable antioxidants. That's why DNA Force Plus has exactly what you need to provide your cells with protection. Some of the powerhouse ingredients include the Elevate the Elevate P, PQQ, that's the big powerhouse one, CoQ10, another big powerhouse one, organic reishi, and so much more. All of these ingredients were chosen for their ability to help support heart function and cellular energy production, assisting in boosting your mental health, assisting in supporting your skin and blood vessel health, and promoting energy production in the body. DNA Force Plus, the flagship elite supplement of InfoWarsStore.com, is on sale right now, 40% off. It's all about telomere support, ladies and gentlemen. Research telomere support for yourself and find out why DNA Force Plus is a staple in my supplement pantry. And in fact, two DNA Force Plus every morning for me, two DNA Force Plus every night for me, so I know I'm getting proper telomere support. By the way, 
DNA Force Plus in the morning with the real red pill plus, uh, a hand and glove combo that makes them both even more powerful. So that's why we have the supercharged special right now where you can get DNA Force Plus and the real red pill plus 50% off in a combo pack at InfoWarsStore.com. Okay, um, let, let's delve back into some presidential race news here. Nikki Haley, yikes, yikes, yikes. Yikes, 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 yikes. yikes. She, is, uh, she is something to deal with, and she, she won't go away. She announces she won't go away, but first, uh, this was a bit of an awkward moment. And, you know, I, I might feel for Nikki Haley in this situation, except that she supports all the wars. She's a war supporter. She's a war monger. She loves war. So her tears here don't have the impact when she talks about her family serving overseas, but then she makes an, an admission, that, which is the whole problem here. Here's Nikki Haley getting um, teary-eyed, talking about family she has serving in the military. I wish Michael was here today, and I wish our children, and I could see him tonight, but we can't. He's serving on the other side of the world, where conflict is the norm, where terrorists hide among the innocent, where Iran's terrorist proxies are now attacking American troops. American troops, Iran's terror proxies, funded by the U.S. government, run by many of them, probably intelligence communities, and and let's not act like the CIA or MI6. Or, or, or Mossad don't have their own proxy groups, Nikki, Nimrata. And, you know, normally, because we do respect our military personnel, we do respect our veterans here, but I'm sorry, I'm not buying the crocodile tears from Nikki Haley. Sorry, Nikki, not working on me. You wish your family was home and not serving overseas, yet you support every foreign entanglement, every foreign intervention, and every war that's happened in your lifetime when you've been a politician. You have never rejected the concept of war. So don't sit there and cry about your family serving overseas when you're the one and people like you are the ones that put them there. So sorry, not not buying the crocodile tears from Nikki Haley on that deal. I mean, you want to talk about political desperation, you're witnessing it. Nikki Haley supports every single foreign intervention in war and then and then wants us to feel sympathetic when she cries about it? You vote for this crap. You support this crap. If you were the next president, you'd, you'd continue this military-industrial complex, never-ending foreign interventions by the U.S. military. It's people like you that are the reason why your family is overseas, Nikki Oh, you wish, you wish your family was back home. Do you? Then here's an idea. Why don't you run on anti-war? Why don't you run on bringing the troops home then, Nikki? Then you might actually have 1% of a chance to win. Right now you got maybe half, maybe less. So no, I'm not buying it from Nikki Haley. This is a pathetic, desperate woman who is flailing and flopping around running for president. So if Nikki really wished that her family could come home from the war, then she would be an anti-war candidate and she would run on bringing the troops home. But she's not because she's lying. 
and your crocodile tears don't fool me. Now, a lot of people expected Nikki Haley to drop out last night. No, she had a different message. She had a different message in clip 20. Some of you, perhaps a few of you in the media, came here today to see if I'm dropping out of the race. Small crowd. Well, I'm not. It's a small crowd. Far from it, and I'm here to tell you why. I'm running for president because we have a country to save. Since the start of my campaign, I've been focused on the real issues our country faces. The ones that determine whether America will thrive or spiral out. I'm talking about the millions of students who don't know how to read or do basic math. The families who can't afford groceries, much less a first home. The total lawlessness on our southern border. I'm talking about the murders None of these in are our original cities, ideas. the fentanyl on our streets, the children who've been killed in their mom's car by stray bullets. Now she's just running the Trump campaign. And I'm talking about this the, is the American Trump campaign policy that led to wars in Europe and the Middle East. That she supports. And the urgent need to restore our strength before war spreads and draws America further in. Which she spreads. She spreads the war. These are the challenges I'm here to tackle. So, Nikki Haley is now, well, I I guess you could say, as of Saturday night, when the South Carolina primary concludes, Nikki Haley will now be a completely irrelevant and, and dead politically individual. She could potentially save herself. She could drop out before South Carolina and endorse Donald Trump. That's the only thing that could save Nikki Haley's political career, but she's not going to do it. And and we all know why. Because Nikki Haley is the establishment stalking horse. Nikki Haley is the establishment pick. Assuming Donald Trump doesn't make it to election day, whatever the case may be, that's why Nikki Haley is there, to make sure that the deep state has a Republican candidate as well. That's what it is, and everybody knows it. There is no reason at all for Nikki Haley to stay in this race. Zero. Other than what I just described. But now she's going to go to her home state where she was the governor of South Carolina and she's going to take a whooping probably by 30 points. Maybe more. Maybe more. And they all know it's coming. But you know what? Trump defeated the establishment Republicans already in 2016. They're they're making him defeat them again, except this time he's not the underdog, he's the favorite. Maybe this will finally put the nail politically in the old guard Republican Party if we can just put this bitch down politically. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard how amazing turmeric is for inflammation, for your joints, your bones, your blood, your organs, your mind, everything. Well, we have Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula with 95% curcuminoid extract. No one that we know of has it even above 85%. This is the strongest formula on the market, and it's way lower priced than some of the top brands out there that are 75%, 80% curcuminoid. 
Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is amazing. You're missing out if you don't try it. It's discounted right now, 40% off at InfoWarsTore.com, and it funds the InfoWar, a total 360 win. You owe it to yourself to try Bodies. I know you'll be amazed. Get yours right now at InfoWarsTore.com or call toll-free 888-253-3139. Bodies, 95% humanoid extract will absolutely blow you away. All you got to do is try it. Get yours now. Infowarsstore.com. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that Cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions and coming together. They really are sick evil scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Joe Biden. We got Joe Biden. And he was out in public. It's always a disaster. Karen Bass had to save his ass. He got confused when reporters were asking about the State of the Union. He was like, oh, what? The who? The I don't know. It's a good question. He couldn't answer it. So Karen Bass has to save him here in clip 11. He's going to win re-election anyway. So much at play here, by the way. You have a clearly confused and disoriented Joe Biden who can't deal with the press. So Karen Bass has to deal with it for him. But but notice how brainwashed these people are. I, I mean, it, it really is a spectacle. It, it truly is a spectacle. Biden, confused and disoriented, doesn't know what's going on. Everybody realizes it. So Karen Bass comes to the rescue and says he's going to win re-election. And then all the brainwashed minions right on cue... Like, right out of a 1984 script. Oh, yay! Like, there's a... It's a, it's a it's an amazing mind control 
I mean, seriously, play, play that again. I, you can't even make this stuff up. Everybody sees how confused and disoriented Joe Biden is. So Karen Bass has to come in and rescue him from his from his moment of, of disorientation. And then everybody kind of realizes like a cue goes up like clap, like at a live set, like a cue goes up like clap and cheer. And then it was like, oh, she just saved him from the embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, all the polls show Biden is is getting trounced by Trump. And more importantly, most political opinion and analysis is that Biden isn't even going to make it to the election. But don't tell them they cheer like trained seals. Yeah, exactly. There's like an applause light somehow that goes on. But that's how brainwashed these people are. They don't even need the applause light. They know when it's time to kick in the fake applause. They know when it's time to back up Joe Biden and save his disoriented, confused mind from the public. I mean, folks, you can see it. He literally like looks, he's like, what is going on? And then he looks over, he's like, who am I? And they're like, oh, cheer. If we cheer, nobody will notice that he's not, that he doesn't know where he is. Just cheer loudly. Nobody will notice he's confused. They all know it. They all know it. Imagine being that brainwashed. You don't, don't, you know what? Don't, don't even imagine being that brainwashed because it's just, it, it might, it might cause you brain damage. So, but then Joe Biden puts this video out. And I mean, you, you really can discount anything he's even talking about. Yeah. Do you think, do you think Donald Trump would let someone else answer questions for him like that? Of course not, because Trump controls the room. Biden can't even control his own bowel movements. Joe Biden, you may have heard some call into question the sanctity of America's commitment to our allies. Oh, Israel and Ukraine are our allies, huh? Ha! Yeah, not many people are believing that anymore. We're a nation that can be relied on, that stands up to Putin. Let's prove it by passing the bipartisan national security bill so I can sign it into law. So that's what I told you. They call it a national security bill, $95 billion for foreign countries, not a dime for our border, not a dime for our national security. So it's like every other lie they tell. It's a national security bill. Oh, really? What does it do for national security? Well, for Israel's national security, for Ukraine's national security, not ours. We call it a national security bill. It's for national security, just not our national security. But but forget about what Joe Biden is lying about here. Notice how many cuts they have to make in this video. In fact, the actual number is 29 cuts in two minutes. Play the clip. We may not have this one. Um. Okay, well, we'll just have to move on then. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll try to pull this one in. It's a two-minute video it's a two minute video and they had 29 cuts now anybody who 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 works in media knows what i'm saying here 
And quite frankly, this is why I actually prefer live media. But very, very few people, it it, it, it does take a, a certain ability to, to do live media. And that's why most people won't do live media. They'll do canned media. They'll do recorded media. They'll pre-tape to air because that way they can make cuts and edit out any mistakes or any slurring of the words or misspeaking or anything like that. And with Biden, you you have to do that. So did they really have to do this? Did they really have to make 29 cuts in a two-minute Biden video because he can't even do a two-minute one-cut take? He can't even do a two-minute one-cut take? How many cuts did it take? Why did they have to make all these edits? Again, this is a very common technique in filmmaking and media, whatever, is if you need to make an edit, but you don't want people to note it, you you just cut it and, and then put a different camera angle up so that people don't notice that you were actually doing an edit or a cut. It just looks like you were switching cameras. Very common. Very common. And this is the technique they're now using for Biden videos. 29 cuts in two minutes. An attack on one is an attack on all. That's what NATO's Article 5 says. It's a simple but powerful concept and it embodies why one of America's greatest sources of strength is our alliances. They're not only important to us, they're important He's to the rest of the world. still slurring through all of this. In the entire history of NATO. Ukraine isn't in NATO. Article 5 has only been invoked once to stand with the United States of America after we were attacked on 9-11. The whole world knows. And, and they didn't do anything. If adversary were to attack us, our NATO allies We still paid for all the war on terror in the Middle East. as well. And that's why what the former president said was so And who did dangerous. 9-11? He said he would encourage Russia to, and I quote, do whatever the hell they want, end of quote. A statement heard around <laughs> the world that does nothing but still encourage bad behavior. After Putin's most fierce opposition leader, Alexei Navalny, died in a Russian prison last week, the former president, Trump, More and other Republicans, refused to hold Putin accountable for his death. Instead, Trump said Navalny's death made him realize how bad America is. He said, and I quote, we are a nation in decline, a failing nation, end of quote. Yeah, Why it is Trump under you, Joe. always blame America? He's blaming Putin you. Putin's responsible for Navalny's death. Why can't Trump just say that? Putin's responsible. We have to stand up to Putin and pass the national bipartisan bill, the national security bill, supporting Ukraine as they defend themselves. They still put errors in there. Vicious onslaught. The Senate's already acted. It's time for the House to act now because the votes are there. The Speaker needs to call a vote and abide by the will of the House. They don't House. have the votes. A clear majority supports what the Senate supports. No, they don't. So we can stand with Ukraine and send not the supplies they need to defend themselves. And prove the losing. world once we more. Said all the America supplies. can be relied on. We stand strong with our allies. We have to remember who we are. We're the United States of America. We keep our commitments. We never walk away from our friends. And we sure oh, yeah, Ukraine and Israel are such our friends. They do so much for us. Nobody buys that anymore. So they do 29 cuts because they have to edit it that much to even make Joe Biden look presentable. And they still have to throw in all the slurs and all the mush mouths and all the misspeaks. That's how bad it is. 29 cuts and they still can't edit out all the failures of Joe Biden in a two-minute clip. This is getting bad, folks. This is getting bad. And again, no, nobody, you, you're not selling this anymore. You cannot sell the American people how bad Putin is 
when we're dealing with the most politically corrupt establishment and administration in our country's history, you cannot sell the American people how important it is to support Ukraine when the average American now lives paycheck to paycheck. We have tens of millions of illegal immigrants coming across our border illegally that we're paying for them as well. So it doesn't work. Whether people like Putin or don't like Putin or think he's bad or good, the American people are suffering. And you don't give a damn, Joe. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers, the signed copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of turbo force rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. Turbo force ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with Turbo Force. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the Turbo Force be with you.